This meeting is being recorded. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, representing the OVW Kentucky State and Heavyweight Champions. And this is your main event of the afternoon with a 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode is your host, Sick Vic. Or according to Ryan Howe, look. The princess of roller derby is back. She is the princess because I don't know anyone else in the roller derby personally, so she's the princess. She's also been on OVW a few times, and she is actually, and I'll explain this in a moment, the most, the wrestler who's been on the show the most times before. This is Dashery Bones. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, thanks. I said that you're the person that's been on the show the most time because some people might be like, it's only twice, but you're a part of the Warrior Pro Controversy episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is the fourth episode. Is it? I wasn't sure if it was three but or four. Okay. Fourth one, which yeah. someone could have paid a little money to get that episode promoted recently. So <laughs> 300 jumped to a, over a thousand views, but that. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, he was it's always kid. fun, but it's good for me to learn things like that early. Yeah, I noticed he had like a big, you know, I need money for my homeless kids as he's trying to spend money to resurrect Warrior Pro. And I was like, You're using your kids as a shield, mm-hmm. that's pretty shitty, but yeah. did we expect anything less? Yeah, no, <laughs> so I'm just done with it. Yeah. So what's been going on with your career these days? I've been so busy, just, you know, booked every weekend, doing a lot of stuff, uh, going a lot of different promotions that I haven't been yet before, doing a lot of traveling. Hopefully you found much better promotions to work for than Warrior Pro. I certainly have, yeah. Yeah, I, I found a couple lately I'm real happy with, so. I think it's kind of going to be to where I start just sticking with a few different ones just because I've been so busy lately. I hear you. you got to make simplify things so you won't go nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I follow your Instagram. What was that match you had recently? Was that with chocolate or barbecue sauce? Or what the heck was that? Yeah, that was barbecue sauce. So what that was was um, at the Memphis, I believe it's called Mem- Memphis in May. Um, they had like a barbecue festival. So Cattleman's like sponsored that and sent in a bunch of barbecue sauce. And they had some of the grilling teams in the beginning start out, but like their rules were they had to stay on their knees and it was kind of like a chicken fight. And it was like a one count pen for them to win. And then they brought in a few of us professional wrestlers and we didn't really have any rules. (laughs) So it's pretty much as we're not cleaning this up, going to ring and wrestle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... Okay. I mean, right. I knew what I was getting into. Honestly, I was like overly excited about it. It sounded like a lot of fun. And I will say it was, except for getting it in your eyes. That, yeah. It's always um, been. Fun eyes. story. So I heard the first year they did it, they did not remove the hot barbecue sauce, like the spicy Oh, yeah, so uh, things were a little uh, hot. 
that got a lot of people's attention like that. Yeah. So I'm glad I wasn't in that first group. Well, it's a learning, like you said before, it's a learning experience. Yeah. So yeah. Thankfully, you weren't part of the first group. No. <laughs> I got to ask, because I, with everything going on, I haven't asked a female wrestler about this, about the Sasha Banks-Naomi situation. What's your take? I don't know too much into it. Um, you know, are you asking, like, do, you, do I think, like, I mean, you know, I... What do you think about like, them walking off like that? Do you think there's another story behind the story? Do you think, like, you know, they had the right to move? What do you think? I mean, I feel like if things get so bad that you feel like you have to do that, it's your right as a person. I, I, I believe, I believe you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's just WWE's been like really burying for it, and I'm like, why? Let's get their side of the story before mm-hmm. we start it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, for people to do something like that, they they're trying to make a stand, and so I don't not agree with it, but I don't really know for sure, you know, what the deal is. I've only looked into it a little bit. Um, if WWE would have, knowing this, if WWE would have contacted you, would you sign with them? Yeah, I mean, I still, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say I wouldn't. I definitely probably would go for it. I don't think I have like a ton of years left in my career. So. Yeah, payday's a payday, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like they might sign and you know it could be a few months and i get cut or i'm just like yeah i'm done with this in a few years but yeah i'd go for it i mean still i think the most important lesson is if you sign with wwe make sure the word guaranteed is next to a dollar amount so even oh, if you yeah. the full thing at least you get something oh yeah i mean, that's that contract to a lawyer first yeah <laughs> they do an nfl oh you know, yeah get signed with guaranteed money you know um, I believe even if they get injured, a lot of them get, or else it's like a little bit less or something that, but it's all in the contract if something happens to. I never thought of that way, but that's it. It's all big corporations. They think chisel, you know, they like shut down. Like if this happens, you don't get the full amount here, there. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, makes well, sense. I mean, they're businesses, so it kind of does. It's like, you know. They got to be out for themselves in some way too, though. Speaking of businesses, when the next time you get to be in Ohio Valley Wrestling again? Uh, OVW? Yeah. I'm not sure that it, I will anytime soon. I've got some other stuff going on. I saw you wrestle there once. And that was it. Um, it was twice, actually. Twice. I missed one. I'm sorry. So I first. Uh, wrestled there probably only three or four months into my career so I wouldn't say I was really ready for TV yet but you know I got the opportunity and I did it and I don't like I don't think it was a terrible match but definitely I learned from it and then I did uh, the women's rumble this year yes that's the one I saw yeah which I thought you did pretty good that's just my opinion that's yeah you know I kind of I know I hesitated a bit I should have just went for it because then I get killed by Alice Crowley. Like she's tough. She's tough. Those chops. Oof. 
Yeah, but it's like you did better than a lot of women on it. Some of the women just got tossed over right away. Yeah, I appreciate it. So what asset do you think you have that keeps on getting you signed for doing these shows? Like, is it like your lower derby experience, like being like one badass chick or what do you think your assets are? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I work really hard for it. You know, I'm still training. I definitely um, try to stay active and in good shape. And, you know, and I'm just always out there. Like, you know, I've been working every weekend for months now. I mean, if you, if you follow you in social media, you, you're doing something new every weekend. Uh-huh, yeah. You really are killing Different it. promotions, different states, because that gets my name out there. So then, you know, I just keep getting, I'll get contacted by the same promoters and then like new ones. So now, um, did you- also something I feel like with women in this business, they're just not super reliable. Like, I don't, I don't know why that is, but like the all ladies uh, shows, man, I mean, every show, a lot of people call out, which is just crazy to me. Like day of, it just seems like so many day of, and I don't know why that is, but with the ladies, it's even more so, you know, it's like, you've really got to be prepared as a promoter to have like five call out on the day of the show out of like 15, you know, it's crazy. You think it's just women generally think that's the way every, everybody is these days. I feel like a lot of people are these days. It's just so much easier. I think because you can just like send a text message. Sorry, I can't come, you know, like back in the day, it's like, even if you were truly sick, you've thought about like, Oh my God, I have to call my boss. I have to talk to them. You know what I mean? Like, and now you could just be like, I mean, even if you legitimately don't feel good, it's like, it's easier these days. You know what I mean? To just cancel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just, That's what drives me nuts. If someone doesn't show up for a podcast, it's like out of all yeah. the ways you send a message. Because I remember those days, it was either, you know, calling the boss or going to pay phone or whatever. Of all the ways you can contact someone, you can't shoot a message. Yep. You know, it's just a way. So that's something I'm just, I try to be really, really reliable on time, you know, like good locker room presence. So I feel like that definitely helps because then I get like promoters referring me to other promoters as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's because of your work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every job interview I have, it's like, I might not be good doing this, but I will be there if you want me to be there. Mm-hmm. And that holds more weight. That's 50% of the battle right now. Mm-hmm. So so I don't believe I asked you this question before. With your roller derby experience, how long did it take you to, to go to wrestling school to your first match? It was a while for me, actually. But I, so let me think. I believe it was 2019 when I started wrestling, like right around the beginning of the year. And I don't believe I had my first match until, let's see, it was 2021. So two years, but I think I would have started more towards the middle of 2019. And of course, like the pandemic not hit and all that. Yeah. There was just nothing running when I was ready to start doing like some indie matches. Yeah. 
and getting in there. So I had to wait. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, sad, but it does make sense. But I did train for 14 months before I ever set foot into like, you know, an actual match. I went through our, uh, the beginner's program at tried and true twice. And then the intermediate. What's the most extreme match you've been a part of? The most what? Straining? Extreme match. Like have you been extreme? Like, like, like a cage match, a hardcore match. I haven't done anything like that yet. So I was supposed to have a hardcore match and then the things went uh they were remodeling the parking lot or building or whatever and it got canceled. So I mean I don't I don't think I've had anything that I would say was too extreme yet. Speaking about extreme matches, the cage matches, do you prefer the old school like escaping you win or do you like the pinfall submission inside the cage or both? I like the escape and win. It seems like more more of a challenge. Yeah, also it seems like more like old school cage matches. Just a little bit different than from just your ordinary match. Like even, you know, if you're still doing, you know, falls, like you're just in a cage doing the same thing, really, you know? So I like the escape. Were there any wrestlers that you looked up to like growing up? Um, I don't know so much if I like looked up to them, but I had like favorite wrestlers. So, you know, obviously like Trish was one in my decade. Um, they're like, I always really was like in awe of Sable, just like, you know, she just seemed almost like, like superhuman to me. And then as far as like for the male wrestlers, like, you know, all time favorites Undertaker. And then just kind of, kind of a little off the wall. Like I had the biggest crush on Tatanka <laughs> when I was a kid. And so he was one that I really like always followed. He was in good shape. I mean, it was just, yeah, the whole like coming out and doing the dance and yeah, I don't know, it was just, yeah, I was just a little girl like, <gasps> you know, that was pretty much into adolescence. He was one I really followed and was into. Like these days, do you watch any other promotions or are you just so busy with your own stuff? You just have, don't have time. I try here and there, you know, definitely it still, it still helps me um, to watch and to know what's going on. Like um, I'm training right now and trying to go two to three days a week in between having, you know, two, three matches a week, plus working other jobs in between. So it gets crazy. But I try to follow, like, you know, AEW is one I follow right now. Oh, so you have the, the real job on top of the wrestling. Yeah, I don't really, I don't feel like I have any real jobs, though. You know what I mean? Like, like everything's just, I don't know, just, I don't wake up and, and hate to go to anything right now. So that's good. So what's a normal training day for you? So I have about an hour's drive um, 
sometimes I'm working like in Nashville. So then it's only like about 40 minutes because I'm training right now in Hendersonville. So it's from about seven to like nine 30 ish. Usually get out by like nine 45. So as far as like we do, you know, warm ups and then drills, I might work on a couple spots and then I have another hour back home. She's an hour just to train. That's, mm-hmm. that's dedication. Yeah. Right so I'm hoping to get a little closer later on because I'm just kind of out far from Nashville right now. And I think I need to get a little bit closer that way. So since you wrestle in different promotions and you watch AEW from time to time, what young talent do you see and you think to yourself, that person's going to be the future of the sport? Like people who are already on AEW? Like AEW or any promotion that you work for or anything like that. It could be anywhere. Um, you know, recently I worked um, – doing like some custom matches with Slammin' Ladies down in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there was a group of Australian girls there. Oh, I'm going to have to try to remember this girl's name. She's not, she doesn't have a giant like social media presence. And I'm not going to be able to remember her name. I'll have to like look it up and maybe, maybe shoot that to you at some point because she was just so good, but I um, wish I could remember her name. <laughs> Otherwise, like, I know on. Hi. How's the it going? Co- the co-host. I forgot to mention the co-host, but he was busy watching Disney and not here when we recorded. Yeah. You know that, right? I'll actually, I'll look it up right now, like, while I'm, like, talking and see if I could find this girl's name. She just, hi, buddy. She was so crisp and just sharp. She was so fast, though. Like, she worked to where, like, I felt like she was a little lightning bolt. And I'm just like, whoa, where'd she go? I feel like if she slows down a little, and she could really go somewhere. And then um, somebody, honestly, I feel like is just great is uh, Sky Blue right now. I'm, I'm hoping you know, big things for her on AEW. I'm, you know. Yes, Sky, really, you're, you're, thank goodness someone agrees with me because Sky Blue, I look at her and say, like, she might be, you know, 50% wins and losses now, but I can see her being molded to, like, a champion of some day. Maybe not mm-hmm. like Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, multiple time championships, but I can see her having to go with somebody. Yeah. So, um, when I helped with NWA, I got to meet her and she's, you know, she was really cool and just a fun person to, to be around. And then I started to just kind of follow her after that and realized just what a great wrestler she is. Um, so definitely like I'm looking forward to her being on there more and some big things coming out of her. Yeah. She also looks like a really nice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. wrong about that but you know no, yeah well it's just fun because she kind of ran with like all of you know my little group and friends already so it just worked out and we ended up being roommates that trip so so after that I really just started to follow her wrestling and was you know 
she's somebody to learn from. She's real good, especially for as young as she is. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, and then honestly, um, I train with, man, like some of the guys I train with, you know, I see them going places too. So we're at FXE right now. Mm-hmm. So it's run by AJ Gallant, uh, Jerry Lynn, and then one of the coaches is Tom Latimer, who was one of my original coaches. Right. And we have like some, you know, some real good talent, like some people I could see going far. Excited to see where they go and, you know, everything that the school's building up to right now. Is there anyone that you think in professional wrestling is like, you look at that person and be like, why are they getting so much credit for? They're just overrated. Mm, yeah. I mean, of course there is. But I guess like somebody's, you know, somewhere they're over with somebody to be able to, to get that kind of credit. Would you agree that, and I'm not taking jazz at WWE, but WWE is just a different beast than professional wrestling is. There's sports entertainment, which is nothing wrong with that. But just compared to like what you go, like like OVW and like you, the promotions you go through, it's just a totally different beast. It it is definitely. Yeah, it's it's just I feel like it's so controlled, you know. Like it it's just very very everything is very controlled there. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that. I like to have see the wrestlers, you know, use their creativity just see what they can do, not just being told. I like, you know, some of the promotions I work for, they just kind of give you your time limit and they're like, let's go. Like, you know, I like, I like that. It's nice not being like micromanaged, you know? If someone offered you the right amount of money to do a death match, would you do it? I don't know about a death match. I mean, the money would have to be really good. Like at cool. this point, you know, I want to have a long, like more of a longevity career and not just like, <laughs> you know, kill myself in the beginning. I can't see them making that much money. Yeah. And the thing, the crazy thing is, is most of those guys who do a lot of like death matches and things they don't. It's really just something they're into. <laughs> they're just crazy. So trying to think what questions I didn't ask you from the first interview. I, maybe I should have listened to the first interview before. Right. Name some of the places so I was that trying you to find this Australian girl's name and I cannot. I'll have to like look it up and send it to you later on. Because she was something. But it was a lot of fun just getting to work with like girls from, you know, different places. Um, someone else like I had always followed was Eva Lee, and she was there at tapings. And so it was really cool to get to just watch all day because she's another wrestler, somebody like I feel like I, you know, watch to learn from. Anyone else you watch to get tips from and learn from? Um, I like watching like Mickey James stuff. You know, she's a big one. Uh, recently, I discovered a girl named Danny Jordan. I've heard of her before, yeah. Yeah, man, she's like, she's someone I think could, you know, go somewhere 
too. Especially because I've like I watched her earlier stuff and then the stuff like recent. And wow, man, she's good. But she's real like she's a smaller wrestler. Yeah. And so for me, that helps me see, you know, what I could accomplish, even though I'm the size I am. Name some of the cool places you've traveled to. So my favorite place ever that I've been so far was Kodiak, Alaska. Oh, no. uh, yeah, but I went in the middle of summer, so it was just absolutely gorgeous there. Just I had a good time. Um, I like like Bend, Oregon. I've got a friend who lives there and I've been a few times. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice place. I've been to like New York. You know, it's cool certain times of the year. Oh yeah, and then some of the times of the year it's just freezing and yeah. It was like why did why did I sign this up? Sign up for this? Yeah. So what do you think some of the like this thing that like the top three qualities that you think a wrestler needs to have to make in the business? Definitely have to have dedication. Um you know, is perseverance kind of the same? Because you definitely have to have that. And thick skin. <laughs> Why thick skin? You have like the fans Just, or from the older? I mean, everything, all of it, you know, like dealing with some of the other wrestlers, um, just dealing with all different promoters and and in training sometimes, you know, you've really got to be able to take like criticism and, you know, not get like upset just real quick. So how many days a week would you say you wrestle? Counting like training? Uh, just like in the ring, in front of people, you know, main event time. I mean, on average, probably about four days a week. Yeah, Sometimes it's like five and I've had weeks where it was six days <laughs> coming up um, here in June because the fair shows start. Then you can like, like I can wrestle on like Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> so like it gets a little crazy. Uh, independent shows, doing, doing shows Monday, it's, like, it's possible. Do you still get the same crowd, the same electricity than you do on a party? Um, so at the fair shows, it's a decent little crowd, you know, cause people are already there. So you get the people who came specifically to watch and you get the people who just wandered up and like, oh, there's wrestling, you know? So we get decent, decent crowds, nothing crazy. Um, I haven't done, I'm doing a show in Indiana. I think it's Jefferson coming up um, in June girl fight and so that one's on like a Tuesday it's the 14th so we'll see um it'll be kind of the first like show I've done that wasn't like a fair show that's on a Tuesday yeah our fair shows if I was a fan let's say a wrestling snob and I went to a fair show I shouldn't be taking fair shows as seriously as like an AEW or WWE right I don't think that seriously. I mean, are you saying if you were a wrestler, like, and you, like, I'll give you an example. a fan, right? I'll give you an example because I, 
got suspended off Twitter because this went back and forth. Very. Someone came on. Someone was going off about he went to like a gay pride festival and they had like a little like they call it a homo street fight, and someone took a dildo and did a curb stomp. And of course, the guy you know dildo in the guy's mouth, and the guy was like, "Oh my god, that's awful. That's not wrestling. Discuss it." It was like these guys should be you know kicked out, never wrestle again. And I'm like, you went to a fair show, a gay pride fair show. I was like. You really took it seriously. If I went there, I'll be like, this would be cool. This is wrestling, but I won't be like, oh my God, this is serious. Cover Johnny's eyes. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. I mean, you have to expect things like that at different shows. Like, I mean, you know, if you're going to like jello wrestling, you expect a little different than being super serious. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think they should be taken as seriously, is what I'm still saying like, if you think the fans are getting like a little carried away with their opinion, opinions yeah. like into like, gender matches and you know transgender yeah. wrestling it's just like i just don't get it i mean just yeah do you like you are prepared you're for it the gender wrestling and all that stuff aren't you yeah yeah it's just a show and people just take it is they complain? I think they just look for something to complain and just complain about. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, if it's you know something like that, you've got to expect craziness. Yeah, it's just. I There's know. certain promotions too, like you just always have to expect a little bit more craziness, and you know, not be a prude about things. It's like sitting back, just having a good time. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion anyways. I'm just sick and tired of hearing people going, ooh, she's a transgender. It's just, come on. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like just everywhere people have to like attack things lately, no matter what side they're on. And it's got to be like, you know, just for a cause and going on about something. And I grew up in an old school way. And my parents, my father is still very like, you know, about it. And I'm just like, if it's not costing me money, who cares? Right. They get, people can do whatever they want. Yep. I always feel like to each their own, like it's your life and you only get the one, right? That's right. If you want to go through, I wouldn't personally go through it, but if you want to go through it, Godspeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, so what's like, events are coming up for you these days? <sighs> Where it pops up. <laughs> I'm like, where do I start? All right, so I'm at TAP, just in Manchester, Tennessee, this Saturday night. Um, June 4th, I'm at Classic City Wrestling, which is in Athens, Georgia. I'm pretty pretty excited about that show. Um, I actually know the um, like the lady and her husband through roller derby. So um, she played and I had followed her on social media. And then her husband was a wrestler who now is part owner of a promotion. So excited about that and getting to meet you know them in person because I've only ever had social media contact. These two- like I said, I've got girl fight. I have a few matches with UCW at various fair shows in Kentucky and Tennessee. 
I hope they pay you decently at least. Oh yeah. I thought I did some shows and traveling and stuff, especially the price of gas, you know, it's just. Well, I always like, um, so basically I take into consideration usually how far I have to travel. Um, if I can get a free place to stay, if I'm going to have to drive home in the middle of the night, which happens, you know, so like, instead of asking for like flat fees, I'm kind of more of like, it depends on how far I'm traveling, which makes sense to me. Like, like a scale yeah and there's like some there's promoters who like you know give you gas money without you even asking and um like some one one of the shows coming up is going to be catered and you know yeah it's, it's i love it when promoters treat their talent right well mm-hmm. well you know you learn the promotions to work for too and also like everybody has to start somewhere so like I didn't ask for like giant you know payouts or anything in the beginning because you kind of have you build like repertoire you know and so then like I have promoters or the more I work the more they pay me you know yeah I feel like a lot of people don't get that like they just want to like turn down stuff and and it's like in the beginning you got to start somewhere yeah, like Ryan House, he's gonna call me Glock from now on. It's just like, <laughs> gotta start somewhere. Right? right, you do. But so, where can people find you on social media? Um, so, Instagram, it's Bashley110, which people ask, and those are were my roller derby numbers. So, I carry, you know, that over. And then I'm Bashley Bones on Facebook. I have a wrestling page. Do you still do roller derby events or are you just too busy and just like... Yeah, the body can't handle that too on top of being just every weekend is already about wrestling. There's no time. (laughs) I'd say seven years was plenty of time. You know, I'm retired from derby now. What will come first? You going back to OBWU event or you turning to the Northeast in New England area? Probably New England. Really? Let me know when you hit New England. Okay. Because like, especially Massachusetts and Maine. I so, think- yeah, I actually have friends who moved over to Massachusetts and we want to get up there to visit them. So ideas, just check out, see if there's any promotions around them. What's I like Mass- to do that too. Like, like I want to go visit my friend and, you know, uh, she is in uh, Indianapolis. So then I find like a promotion and hit them up. And so right now I have a show booked in Indianapolis. Cause I mean, at least like it helps with gas money, you know, and I go visit my friends too. One of the promotions I catch as much as I can is LPW, Lucky Promotion Wrestling. That's in Hudson, Massachusetts, about 20, 25 minutes outside of Boston. They've always do good shows and they have like, like Eddie Edwards on and stuff like that. So. Oh, nice. All right. I'll yeah. check them out. Yeah, bigger Maybe bigger. just, uh, if you think about it, message that to me afterwards because I'll forget. Yeah, I'll shoot you the link to them because they've been very, because I, but they always do like shows like, you know, like a couple of weeks ahead of time. Like one show and then here come another show. Them and yeah. Women's Wrestling in Portland, Maine, they've been really cool because I messaged them and like, hey, I got kids. I can't just like come on, walk and go. Also, two and a half hours away. We need some, you know, insight about other shows that's coming up, and they've been really yeah. cool. 
me about, you know, yeah, like, when I was like, yeah, we're doing one end of July, you know, or he booked my room or he got my ticket. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, you know, promoters like those, they understand and mm-hmm. we'll see. Let me listen, so that's only Randy. I can't remember his last name, but a guy named Randy. He runs it and I heard good things about it. Okay. But no, I appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. Thank you very much for coming on and can't wait to see you in the New England area or on OVW or on Fight right. TV. I'll take Fight. I'll take, you know, I'll take Fight TV. I'm willing to work with this a little bit. Just one of those three. All right. Sounds good. And I'll be a school girl on social media cheering you on. Win or lose. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You take care of yourself. Okay. You too. Bye-bye.